I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on v the sports betting network. Here are your hosts, Sean Green and Ryan Kramer. I can't believe we're letting these guys on my network. the sports gambling podcast live presented by DraftKings. I'm Sean second the money green with my partner in picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening Kramer? Dog. No, Sean, we're here. We look a little different though. I think yes. I look I, I still look beautiful. I, I, I would <laughs> say if I'm self-judging. Yes, if you've been following uh Ryan's mustache journey, of course he lost a bet to me. I bet uh Dallas Goddard would have more fantasy points than Darren Waller. Ryan uh, being, you know, an honest man, lo- lost the bet. He had to wear a mustache for 30 days. And now I, I don't what's going on here, Ryan. You're just letting the beard catch up to the rest of the mustache. What's happening? Uh, I feel like uh, the wife has commented on it. Not positively. I've seen some <laughs> comments on the internet. Uh, now it's uh, apparently it's a safe place for people to say, Hey, uh, you got a dad bod as well. Uh, I'm catching it, which then I caught a, uh, yes, a that was a great, we were, so we were going to be doing the, uh, the court of Kramer, AKA bad beats judge later on in the show. <laughs> I was asking for uh bad beats and just uh, Bryce Cuba comes in and apparently uh, big fan of uh, what Kramer's got going on. I here. should have sent the, the, the production team, a screenshot of the text I got from my wife. Oh wow! Referencing this tweet as a uh, hey, maybe good time to hit the gym. <laughs> so I'm catching it from all angles today. It's been it's been a rough day, and and a, you know it, it it's just been a rough day, Sean. It's been a rough Friday. Thought it was gonna be a nice Friday. Couple things went wrong uh, between this guy telling me I got a dad bod that then my wife used as a uh, talking point uh, in terms of me going to the gym. <laughs> uh, and then also I may have had a mishap with the, uh, yes, we're going to get to that shredder. in a second. Of course, you're watching us at our new time, a uh, new location as well. You're coming to you live from our studio out in Los Angeles. We will be back in studio uh, for Vegas, uh, you know, conference turning March madness. You'll see us out there, but yeah, we're broadcasting live from LA. And uh, yeah, we uh, we got a lot going on for this show. We got C.J. Sullivan talking NBA coming up later on the show, and of course Colby Dant in the hour uh, number two there, breaking it down college basketball. We got NFL futures. We got it all, Ryan. But before we even get to that, uh, you tweeted this out earlier today. <laughs> now we of course have a segment on our show, paper ticket parlays. Uh, you know the tail of the tape where we measure off our uh, tickets and see how. See how big they are in in the uh, in the old Vegas studio. Fan of paper tickets. Uh, you know, one thing that's fun is that when also when your tickets go wrong, we have a shredder here in our office. You can shred them. Now, Kramer, read off this tweet that you fired at earlier today. Yeah, so I, I was uh, I was going through some just my to do list, and one of those things was grab a, a Chiefs future I had put in for uh, one of our patrons. 
and I'm going through my my uh, my my my. We'll call it my purse, but it's really just an envelope. It's of, a purse. It's an envelope of tickets. Yes. Uh, inside another envelope, inside one of those cool money bags. Uh, so I, I I realize I've made a mistake, and I go to the internet because I figured this would also be good content. I, I basically say, hey, if, if hypothetically, if someone had some paper tickets placed and those paper tickets were now in a million pieces, <laughs> but they used the player's card to put the bets in, could I get those tickets reprinted? Because my priority is not my bets. I knew that my bets are safe. I know the process to lock them down for you. Shout out to Jeff Benson. He reached out personally. Oh, really? Uh, let me know that the, the what the process would be. But uh, which you know, I figured that was the case. They lock them. If you don't know, they basically lock your your future. No one else can cash it. And then you presenting your identity, your player's card, all that good stuff. You can cash it at the end. Uh, so yeah, basically, if you want to know what happened, Sean, yes, I was having I a moment where I was. Let's just say I was having a moment. I was dealing with the kids, da, 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 and I, I wanted, you know, I got I got to flush this NFL <laughs> season. We're moving out, and I go to grab my my. I had this. I had kept this like meaningful stack of losers all year. The the big time parlays that uh, that we talked about on Tale of the Tape were were first Mac Jones and, and then Jordan Love owed oh, me all this yeah. money. I had of course the McCaffrey MVP. Oh. I, I, like basically a who's who's of my biggest losses. And I had I grabbed it. And I just start feeding the tickets into the. And what I didn't realize is I somewhere along the line I had made a mistake and I'd put some live uh, ammunition <laughs> on the pile. Uh, long story short, I lost some bullets in the Masters. Uh, I lost uh, a Chiefs future who which wasn't even mine. Well, and Ryan, and most importantly, I lost yes. my Virginia Tech five hundred to one to win the college football national championship. All, all, all week last week, Ryan was so proud of himself. I I helped move this number over at Circa. It was five hundred to one. Now it's four fifty to one. Uh, he's mentioned it a number of times when we were talking college football uh, last week. Filling in for follow the money yes. and and kept bra uh, congratulating. The self backslapping was paramount by Kramer. And then the accidentally shredded. This is amazing because this is totally something I would do. And then that you would make fun of me yes. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Even I think feel like you even made fun of me. With my how quickly I shred losers, but <laughs> because they, they're just like uh, it's like radioactive. It's, I can't let the losers touch other potentially winning tickets. They immediately have to be in quarantine and then eliminated via the shredder. Uh, Ryan, this is totally something I would do, and then you would just completely have me. So it's uh, yes, I I. I feel like I can really celebrate <laughs> this because I know if one of these bets do hit, you are going to get your money, but you're not going to have that fun joy of the paper ticket. Well, and my, my actual question was, could I print a new ticket? Yeah. Cause again, I was concerned about <laughs> getting a ticket to someone who, uh, so yeah, it turns out it looks like I'll have to eat a uh, nice investment on the chiefs <laughs> and we'll have to run that back because they won't reprint the tickets, but you can cash the ticket. So mm. long story short, um, double check what you're shredding. Yes. Uh, and then I immediately went into the mode of, well, I don't file a claim. Like I know these things are destroyed. I know no one else is going to try to walk up and get it. I can't, I can't send any sort of communication before the activity happened. Cause then it's like, you're mushing it. You're, oh. you're like, hey, I'm gonna win this money. <laughs> like, hey, I got this five hundred. Imagine sending an email to support where you're like, hey, I, I got this. Just so you know, uh, next, next, what is it like? Uh, next late January, I will be cashing yes. Virginia Tech five hundred to one. Uh, yeah. By the way, so I, I mean, support's gonna be all over that, I'm sure. So I immediately put uh, some calendar items in my calendar. <laughs> Around. Well, you're not. I mean, Ryan, you're not going to forget to cash a 500 to one Virginia Tech. That's true. Yeah, come but on. But also, I did put it in my calendar around the time that the event would be played because I won't be communicating with support ahead of time. No, okay. that's that's my final verdict. I felt like it was it would be mushack. It would be jinxing it. Yes, I, I certainly want to want to count my chickens before they hatch, as they say. Uh, All five hundred of them. That is, uh, I mean, <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, Which, by the way, I do still have the losing uh, stack that I in, had intended. So now, what are you doing? What are you doing with those? Are they well, just? Like, we're gonna make some content at some oh, point. Okay. We're gonna shred some tickets. We're gonna 
cleanse ourselves. Yeah, uh, perhaps we have some sort of spring cleaning coming. Oh, up okay. On the All right, I like that. Uh, cleaning ourselves out of some <laughs> losing tickets, out of some bad positions. Uh, Kramer, uh, you mentioned the Masters. What are your What are your early Masters futures? Uh, it would basically that are would, that are in the shredder. Uh, it was just yeah, wait real quick. At any point, did you consider trying to uh, tape together the shredded ticket? No. Okay. No, I, I, you know, Sean, we have a, a pretty solid shredder here uh, in the yes. office. And would, would you say like the idea of putting that back together would be difficult? Oh, insane. Yeah. Uh, the one that I have at home is like the next level wow. up, which is like, it's like slot machines. You go from playing like nine lines the to slot. 81 lines with the multiplier. <laughs> it's basically making sawdust. So there's no. I for a second I was gonna ask my younger daughter if she wanted to do a project. <laughs> hey, honey, you want a puzzle? All right, yeah, just uh, it, it, you know, you think it's hard enough doing like one of those magic eye puzzles? Can you imagine uh, putting together a daddy's uh, parlay puzzle and taping together a, a shredded uh, ticket? I feel like the internet would frown upon that kind of activity. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's the ultimate prize. Uh, so wait, what, what are your what are your masters bets? Because I forget it, you, it was, you, uh, you were touting them. But was, what did you have? In the I'm going to forget the second guy because it was uh, we learned about it while we were filling in for Mitch and Polly. Yes, uh, uh, from uh, from one of our guests. But it was uh, Justin Thomas was the the one that I am aware of. Okay, so that's the even crazier part is I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm like I, were, I fired off. So I, wait, you, and now I, this I think is it was I think it was Sepp Straka. Straka oh, you're that's right. What we yes. talked about. Yep. Uh, but I'm not, I could be hoagie. I don't think it was hoagie. So yeah, I have, I have a couple like, oh my goodness. What if I think I won, but I didn't actually win? Well, that is. Let's just hope it's Justin Thomas. There is there is something great of you not knowing what the <laughs> ticket is. The Masters happens. You go up to the uh, you go up to the Circus Sportsbook and just go uh, swipe my players card and see if I have a winner on here. And that would be the ultimate sweat, Ryan. Watching the tournament, not knowing who you have, but knowing you have a live ticket somewhere. Jeff, your model loves someone. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Remind me. I think it was. I think it was Sepp Straka, uh, Sep who is a who is a fun long shot. I'm sure we're going to be talking uh, Masters Ooh. as we get a little closer there. Uh, and of course, Ryan, we got a ton of. Uh, we've been doing a little series here leading up to the NFL draft. NFL draft is a super fun. Uh, I, I mean, again, just add so much sweat. Uh, betting the NFL draft and DraftKings is great because they're they already have a bunch of these markets out and it's really I think this is kind of where you can get some nice value on some of these longer shot ones before the combine happens before the news kind of breaks get in some early uh, leans early takes how how are you feeling about your uh, NFL draft props portfolio ride yeah I think you're firing on long shots right now yeah. you're you're firing on the a contrarian position, whether it is like taking advantage of uh, Caleb Williams and maybe he's not the top guy, or or any of these other things. We're starting to see mocks now with some variants, right? It's not just six receivers, or sorry, three receivers, three quarterbacks at the top. So, looking yeah, forward. no, I mean the rumors are already flying, and this pre combine is uh, really where you can make some money. We're going to try and get ahead of the market. Talk NFL draft props and sports game on podcast live here on Beeson return. The big take from Bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U S and Europe, Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge in college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bet emails, 20% video access, the upcoming college betting guide, bracket breakdown, plus full game access to with our exclusive betting slip breakdowns on every game. Visit VSIN.com slash pro to subscribe today. That's VSIN.com slash pro. Welcome back, everyone. Sports Game Million Podcast Live. I'm Sean the second the Money Green with my partner in picks, Brian Real Money Kramer. Kramer talking a little NFL draft props. Uh, brings me back to last year when we uh, we got on the right side of the CJ Stroud Bryce Young debate. Yes, uh, and caught it at the right price, uh, which highlights exactly why you want to get into the draft markets early. Yeah, no, I think we had at at some point uh, plus odd bets on at like a decent number for both. CJ Stroud and Bryce Young and uh, the ultimate arbitrage opportunity, Ryan. Not normally a big arbitrage guy, but in the draft stuff, you can really uh, find some nuggets. I think the 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 most fun one uh, that we hit from last year was uh, Detroit Lions to oh. use their first pick on a running back. Which my thought was, hey, they're going to do something crazy. They're going to draft Bijan Robinson. No, no, no. They ended up drafting Jameer Gibbs instead. I, that was like fifty to one. Uh, DraftKings had that, so that was uh, definitely biggest cash of the NFL draft for me. That was. That was kind of crazy. I didn't. I didn't think Jameer Gibbs was going to go in the first round, let alone that high. But uh, certainly fortunate to get that one. But kind of had the logic dialed in, and you know, especially when you're handicapping the NFL draft stuff, it can be tricky because uh, you can't let your analysis of the player get in the way of what you think the team is going to do. Because these these teams, these general managers, sometimes they're crazy. Sometimes they don't really. Uh, have a good handle on what you should be doing in the NFL draft. You really, it's really all about handicapping the general manager, the actual decision maker, as we saw in Carolina, Carolina was a great example uh, because Frank Wright clearly liked CJ Stroud, but ultimately the owner, Jeff Tepper, by all accounts, seemingly went over the top and made them take Bryce young. So that's kind of the stuff you have to break down when looking at these markets. It's my favorite part about mock draft season is when yeah. you, you get the guy who's like, I'm doing this as if I was drafting for all 32 teams. It's like, well, you're not drafting for yeah. all 32 teams. I'm doing a mock draft without trades. It's like, okay, cool. But there might be trades. I'm doing a mock draft. It's like, you should do a mock draft. Yeah. How you think the guy making the decision is going to do the, mock how draft. you think it's actually going to shape up. But but don't let me explain how to mock draft. No, I'll, yes. I'll allow the internet's number one mock drafter. I did. Uh, yes, I put out one <laughs> mock draft, and uh, multiple sources uh, confirmed it was the most accurate mock draft. I well, maybe we'll bring uh, my banner in, Ryan, uh, later on in the show. Uh, Championship ceremony. Yes, uh, we'll we'll have to raise the banner uh, in one of these uh, NFL draft shows. Getting to the uh, the first market, we're going to break down Michael Penix Jr. Uh, Kramer, what do you see the odds at? What are we thinking here for the Pedix Junior market? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know. Again, you mentioned it. It's all rumors at this point, uh, and so you see the Seahawks at the top of the board, plus three twenty. They hired his offensive coordinator from Washington. We think he might not be a first round pick. Maybe he's end of the first round. Maybe he's second round. So Seahawks certainly will have opportunities. After that, I think it's just speculative over who needs a quarterback. Falcons plus four seventy five. Vikings plus five hundred. Raiders plus five hundred, Broncos eight fifty, and then Saints at fifteen to one with the Patriots, Bucks and Steelers at sixteen to one, Rams at twenty two to one. Not much interest after the Giants at twenty two twenty five to one. I guess you can bring that up. I don't know how much they're interested in uh, in Michael Penix based on what I've I've uh, I've consumed so far. But I don't think we know much about any of these these uh, these teams and and what they really like. I, I certainly. Uh, right next to the Giants, Titans are twenty-five to one. They're certainly an interesting team, unless you believe they're locked in to Levis. Uh, that you know they they showed in drafting Levis right after Malik Willis. They were down to continue to fire a bullet off into the draft to get a guy in the middle rounds. We don't know where Michael Penix is going to go. We're pretty sure he's not going to be a first rounder. Uh, there's some people that have him as, uh, graded as a third rounder, and so certainly his market becomes very interested. Because as a third rounder, that means every team's passing on him multiple times, which means no one's that much of a long shot outside of the guys who have a guy probably have outside of teams who have a quarterback on a rookie deal. It pretty much puts everyone on the table. Yeah, I it, it's uh, it, it's interesting too because you look at some of the other odds of hey, where's Justin Fields going to end up? Where's Kirk Cousins going to end up? Those seem like some of these dominoes. Um, so let's start off here with the Steelers at sixteen to one. I think from what you're hearing from the Steelers, supposedly the Steelers are just locked into either Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. They're not even really <laughs> considering other quarterback options. Although you look at the uh, the betting market and everyone has Russell Wilson going uh, to the Steelers, which I could kind of see because uh, the way it's going to look money wise, you would only have to pay Russell Wilson like a million bucks, and you get Russell Wilson essentially on a rental deal. I could kind of see maybe the Steelers going for that, although. Uh, Mike Tomlin versus Russell Wilson would be all time entertaining <laughs> locker room situation. I'll, I'll say this uh, a team that's kind of interesting, doesn't necessarily need a quarterback. Let's take a look at the Tampa Bay Bucks here at 16 to 1. Ex Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians, Ryan, who, as we know, uh, really still holds some weight in that Tampa Bay building. Uh, I forget what his official, unofficial role is, but still clearly like. Kind of coaching from the shadows to some degree, especially it, it seems like he's giving some sort of offensive input, uh, whatever that is. Uh, he is a huge fan of Michael Penix came, and came out and mentioned that. Now, I could see the Bucks re-signing Baker Mayfield, but is Baker Mayfield gonna be the long-term answer? I don't know. I, I don't think they're gonna give him like a max deal. They're gonna give him that kind of in-between-ish uh, deal, maybe twenty. Like, I don't. What do you pay Baker Mayfield? So they're going to probably extend him for a couple of years, but Michael Penix, if he's available in the second or third round for a team like the Tampa Bay Bucks, maybe looking ahead, uh, I think Tampa Bay Bucks at sixteen to one. Just the fact that Bruce Arians is on record saying he's a big fan of Penix, I think that's a fun sprinkle, especially considering some of these other teams are a bit of a crapshoot up top. Bruce Arians also a huge fan of Baker. Before last year, he was very excited about that uh, senior football consultant. Yes. Bruce Arians title, but he see like you mentioned, he seems to have uh, some clout around the building uh, and you failed to mention that it was a former first round pick Baker Mayfield. How much do you pay former first round? Oh, pick you're right. Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean, you look at the market uh, guys like Russell Wilson. I mean, Daniel Jones is counting for $40 million on the cap. So if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm bringing up those numbers when I'm trying to negotiate uh, yeah, the middle class is uh, is steep. You gotta you gotta maintain the grass. You gotta pay the homeowners well, association. I mean, it really is, especially in the quarterback position in the NFL. It really is just kind of all or nothing. What about some of these uh, other middle tier Patriots? I I don't see Michael Penix going to. I think they they're going to go quarterback uh, in that top spot. So I wouldn't imagine they would use another pick. Saints at fifteen to one. What do you think about the Saints? I I mean I think they're. If he becomes this third round pick, everyone becomes interesting. I don't, I mean, don't they owe Derek Carr? Derek Carr has a bunch of void years already. They've had to restructure. Uh, it it kind of it stops being interesting uh, at the San Francisco 49ers for me, even though they have Brock Purdy. 
Um, the no, seventy-five, to seventy-five one. to one. The Eagles sixty-five to one. I, I just I would stick towards the top of the board. It does seem like there's too many quarterback needy teams to not have someone come up or someone draft him in the second round. If I was the the leap pick here would probably be um, not knowing and knowing that Joe Shane has kept a pretty uh, leak free situation since he's he's axed the uh, heads of some of the scouts that were leaky. They very well, if they decide they like the receiver better, they draft the receiver early. They take Penix, Penix in the second round. Giants at twenty-five to mm. one. I'm telling you, they're drafting a quarterback. Yes. Um. I. I don't. I don't think it's going to be Caleb Williams. So you know, we're and I don't think it's going to be JJ McCarthy. So I, I'll take a piece of the. I now have the Giants on Jaden Daniels at sixteen <laughs> to one. I now have him Penix at twenty-five to one. And and to your point. I, I don't know if I would sprinkle the Steelers, uh, but I do like the Bucks angle. And I think yeah. it, again, if he becomes a later pick, it becomes very easy. Throw him in there. Again, look at Tennessee as the model. You draft guys in the middle rounds two years in a row. One of them does well enough for you to make a decision and you move forward. I, the, the Saints, the only thing that's interesting about the Saints is they're just in cap hell. Like they owe, I mean, they're they're like restructuring they Michael Thomas. Like they are they are down big. Uh, you know, and they're getting their marker <laughs> called in uh, and, and, and to use some casino terminology. Like they're really in trouble financially. So an easy way to get out of financial hell is by having a rookie quarterback that you can start. It frees up everything for you. So that's kind of appealing. I, I'll just stick with my small uh, sprinkle here on the Tampa Bay Bucks at sixteen to one because I think, yeah, sure they like Baker, but do they love Baker? They're not giving Baker that like super max. Uh, deal. They're going to give him something to keep him around, and I do feel like uh, Michael Penick. Quarterbacks uh, coming up. Carolina seventy-five. Maybe the owner is willing to take a step. They do have <laughs> so a second round it. pick. Screw it. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on from Bryce Young. Hey, we're going to talk a little association NBA picks with CJ Sullivan. Sports Gambling Podcast Live returns here on Beeson. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Oh, man. Yeah, have you checked out the new VSIN.com? If not, what are you waiting for? Fresh look, enhanced navigation, mobile first focus, improved functionality. Uh, I mean, tons of great uh, picks, analysis, analytics, NBA betting trend report for February 23rd. Tons of great stuff over at the all new VSIN.com. Welcome back, everyone. Sports Gambling Podcast Live. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Oh man, I'm feeling I'm feeling excellent, feeling alive, but I am sad because I can't peer outside of this studio door and see the NFL slot machine. Yes, that is. Uh, I am. It, it is weird <laughs> hosting the Veasan show without thinking of uh, my different slot machine strategies. I'm immediately going to go. Uh, hammer right after the show ends. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a different feeling, right? I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's hard. Inhaling that sweet sweet casino air. I already miss it. But uh, another gentleman I miss. Always enjoy having him on the program. You know him. You love him from the Bottom Line Bombs podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mister CJ Sullivan. What's happening, CJ? What's up, fellas? I was just gonna say, I was like, man, you guys are getting real comfortable out there at the Vison Studios. You're yes. decorating it. I'm like, you're making it look just like home there. A lot of Eagles and Giants stuff. I wonder how Van Table thinks about that and all that and, and the boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but then you were then you you revealed the curtain that you're still back there in Eagle Rock. So yes, uh, look, uh, live from uh, Eagle Rock, California. First off, CJ looking uh, looking clean shaven with the uh, must uh, mustache gone completely, yeah. completely baby face. Yeah, went clean, puss. Uh, at first, you know, like like all mustaches, they start ironically, and then after a while, you're like, okay, is this a joke anymore? Is this who I am? You know, and then uh, then it was who I am, and then uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was inspired by you guys. You guys had a uh, season long tight end prop bet between Darren Waller and Dasko Dare, where the punishment was you had to wear a mustache, and then yeah. when I realized that my look is how other people lose bets, maybe I should switch it up a bit. I love, I love the reference to the pastry Dallas Godet. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, Dallas uh, Godet. 
<laughs> CJ's a true Philadelphian in his uh, in his pronunciation. The Godare, little uh, little croissant, uh, yeah. croissant vibes there with Dallas Godare. Uh, it's a little homage, it's a little homage to my dad who would always mispronounce the name just slightly oh, enough where you know he's talking about like hey, yeah. you doing a comp to see what that scene fills up to you know. Yeah. No. uh, Oh man. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, in some ways, I'm glad the Eagles didn't draft Christian McCaffrey's because I would just have to listen to my dad say that for eight years of his NFL career. Oh, that McCaffrey's guy should have drafted him. But the the fact Alshon Jeffries uh, has been a popular um, mispronunciation in the Philadelphia area. I I don't know what it is. About yeah, the, plural, us, uh, the pluralization is great. It's, it's actually something unnecessary. <laughs> pluralization <laughs> always cracks me up. Uh, we got some NBA action happening live now, and then uh, a couple games already on the board for Saturday. Uh, CJ, mm-hmm. uh, our Sixers been struggling a little bit, although hanging around right now with the Cavs. What do you like? Uh, maybe late night tonight or uh, for tomorrow uh, for people in the association. I like a couple tonight still, actually. The big game, of course, is uh, Milwaukee, Minnesota. It's tipping off in a half an hour, I believe. And uh, that came, it was four and a half, came down to four. Um, on, on, you know, when you first look at it, like, well, that's a, that's a smash job for Minnesota. But this is a uh, Doc Rivers rally game. And I hate back in the Bucks, but Doc, you know, Doc Rivers taking a lot of a lot of flack because he, uh, you know, makes made some more excuses and JJ Reddick called him out. And uh, you don't do that. You don't call out Doc Rivers because everyone loves Doc Rivers. That's how he continues to fail yeah. upwards and have jobs like that, you know. And everyone came after him. It it, it was funny. Uh, Doc's quotes though, they were saying, "Man, I don't know." Uh, why the owners hired me and, you know, and fired Adrian Griffin. He was the advisor. He was the paid advisor. It was his advice. I know. I know why you listen to me. Don't you know my record? I blow three, one leads. And he's- it is, <laughs> his, his response uh, to those comments and, and just the way he handled everything was so funny. Uh, even pointing out, Oh, this is a horrible time to start. You're advising right. the owner. I That's know. Such weird, <laughs> like, imagine interviewing for a job and then being the consultant on deciding who gets hired for the job. Like, oh, that's Sean Green guy. I thought he smashed yeah. the interview. What do you guys think? And then he, <laughs> he kind of throws this. It's one thing if like Adrian Griffin was his nemesis, but he was supposed to be mentoring this guy. Like, that's what right. they brought him for. Uh, and then he's like, Hey, uh, you know, uh, my ultimate advice is to get rid of this guy. And then he starts <laughs> complaining going, Oh, this is a bad time to start a new head coaching. Uh, I was saying uh, started after the all-star break. So to your point, maybe doc had this game circled. I mean, they're three and seven straight up with him. Maybe they, maybe he was like, all right, this is when I actually start coaching yes. uh, Giannis is the dog. I, I see the case. And when he was saying uh, after that awful loss to the Grizzlies that half of them were in Cabo, he was talking about himself. He was in Cabo <laughs> during the entire time for the break, waiting for his first game of the season, which is tonight. And um, and here's the thing with it. The, the Bucks have a horrible defense, and a lot of that's personnel, obviously, uh, switching out to Lillard. But I don't think actually the matchup against uh, Minnesota is going to hurt them as much, um, especially with what they guard the defense are kind of mid range. I don't think Lillard's going to get really burned out against Conley. And I think Damian Lillard possibly off of that. I mean, you know, if you, how much you want to gauge the all-star break, but he did win the three point contest. He did hit a couple of those mindless half court, three balls, and oh, okay. <laughs> he knows the pressure is on him. So I do think with those, uh, uh, with those guards, I think there's a possible, um, Possible opportunity for a Damian Lillard come out game tonight in Minnesota, which fellas brings me to uh, the first transition to like in, in honor of NBA and they do their city uniforms, you know, and the city court with like a hip yes. gra- graffiti font, you know, and some weird jersey, whatever. I'm bringing out the first ever uh, for you guys only the city ladders. Oh for wow, for Damian Lillard. <laughs> That's got to be some scaffolds. All right, whatever you can oh, find. Wow. Oh Look my at this. goodness! It's more of a fire escape, you know, coming <laughs> off your balcony. You got your city balcony, and you can see that right there. It's supposed oh, to be wow. shelving. 
Yeah. Now, CJ, this, this was not a pet store find. No, he it? stole this well, from the no. set of Rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I I misread some of the labels. It's supposed to get mounted against the wall, so we had to do some readjusting. But that's okay. how that's how it is in the city. You got to adapt, you know. Just like Damian Lillard. Now, Damian Lillard's uh, points um, ladder starts off at twenty three. Which is pretty low. Yes. And you know, Lillard can easily explode. Now we'll hop right up to 31 points, which is right here. You're cli- you're climbing in, you're 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 listening to the argument across the street at plus two seventy-two. Thirty-five points for Damian Lillard tonight. And that's yelling at the lady yelling at the couple smashing dishes across the way from you. Plus five sixty-seven for thirty-five points. Then we'll hop up to thirty-seven is plus eight thirty-nine. Thirty-nine points right here, plus 1266 on bet online and then we're not done we're going to get we're going to go up to the balcony here it's it's been over dropping fireworks into the alleys 41 points is plus 1955 for david wow oh my god and and he's certainly to your point like he's certainly dialed in i mean he was hitting those half court shots that's got to give you some sort of a shooter's confidence right i'm glad i'm glad you said that because if he is going to get these points he's going to hit some threes and that's yes. why we go to, oh. the, to the mini city, the mini city <laughs> ladder, which is just okay. for the three ball. <laughs> These three balls starts off at three minus one fifty. We'll do this real quick. Five three balls is plus two sixty six. Six <laughs> five forty. Seven three balls, very doable, plus eleven seventy one. We go to the top, and that's just the fire escape right here. I love that. Yeah, maybe it's uh, Damian is- Lillard uh, sneaking in. To visit the girlfriend while the parents are uh, in the other room. Like, <laughs> yeah. Zach Morris. Oh, yeah. What was that? Do yeah, it, that uh that, landing in the dumpster, you know, brush <laughs> it off, and then you're off and you're off for the your day. Now really dated myself, but uh, that Clarissa explains it all. Remember that kid always yeah. uh came in via the ladder? Perfect. Via, it was yeah, a different via, time. It was a different time. Peeping toms were acceptable back then. The ladders were uh, <laughs> they were, they were sitcom <laughs> jokes. It was a similar time. <laughs> Uh, CJ, real quick before we wrap up, uh, give us a uh, give us a, a play you like for Saturday. Saturday slate. I was going to give you the Lakers tonight just because oh, I okay. love how. Yeah, what do you like in the Lakers? Sorry, just because I do like the Lakers, even though it's a minus ten and a half. I love how LeBron sat out versus Golden State, but he's decided. You know what? I like this. I want to get that Spurs revenge, and uh, yes. for for no reason because he played the All Star game. That's he why he gets like. Uh, I mean, it's insane that he's doing it. But I think Anthony Davis does neutralize Wembyon a little bit, and they do have a huge revenge game. The Spurs actually beat him pretty bad last time in LA. Right, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they, and they mentioned that and they knew they were embarrassed. So the Spurs are not a good team. And uh, the Lakers, I know it's a back to back, but LeBron is, I guess, fresh legs with this ankle. Who knows? But it's just hilarious that LeBron chose to play this game. He just didn't want to make the trip to San Francisco, I guess. And I think uh, I think they handle San Francisco, the Spurs pretty easily. Like it. Uh, appreciate <laughs> it. As always, CJ, make sure you check out CJ on the bottom line bombs podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. Appreciate it, CJ. And when we return, we will be doing everyone's favorite sports betting blackjack here on Visa. The big take from Bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit five bucks and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Welcome back, everyone. Sports Gambling Podcast live. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my partner in picks. Brian, real money Kramer. You hear those cards being shuffled. And uh, even though we're not in the great state of Nevada, we are still going to be doing a little sports betting blackjack. If you're unfamiliar with the concept, Ryan and I take turns dealing each other cards and each card coincides with, in this case, a NFL future on the DraftKings Sportsbook that we have to convince ourselves is a good bet. It's something we got, we got to kind of talk ourselves into it much like when you're actually playing blackjack and you get a 16, you got to convince yourself, oh, okay, this is fine. The dealer's going to bust, whatever it is. You're put on the spot to improvise why you think it is a good bet here. Ryan, cutting the deck. I'm trying to slap the cards as hard as possible to make this yes. an audio segment as well. For those uh, listening in their cars, on the right. podcast. Are we ready? I'm ready. Do, do, what, what do we know at all the category? What do we, do we explain that? What do you mean? Uh, what are we going to be talking about? Oh, NFL futures. Okay, cool. So wide open, uh, and DraftKings already has a nice menu of selection, a, a diner menu, drafts, conference futures, Super Bowl, whatever it is. Ryan, put me on the spot. I'd say the way they're they're almost taking a like the, the taking the NFL's uh, approach when it comes to just like oh we'll do a market today and then yeah. a couple of days later we'll drop another one and then apparently you can't bet on uh, free agent destinations in all states so. Uh, that comes out slowly. Anyway, here we go. First card. We did the cut. Everyone saw it. John, uh, I'll I'll hand Ooh, it to you so we okay. can visually seven get seven of hearts. All right, seven of hearts, uh, which coincides with the seven of hearts is Tyreek Hill, offensive player of the oh, year, plus six fifty. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, you're giving me a Tyreek Hill offensive player of the year ticket. I, he almost had MVP last year. And you look at Tua, like Tua, by no means an amazing quarterback. All you have to do is sit back there, chuck it up. Tyree kills open down there somewhere. I think this is almost like a makeup year for Tyree kill. This is the perfect, uh, this is the perfect market for Tyree kill. I mean, I understand he's probably right up there uh, as one of the favorites plus six fifty. I'd certainly like a juicier price, but uh, I'll certainly take a winner. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be upset at plus six fifty. Let's go. Because I love to track everything, and we break down all these markets uh, on the podcast. Last year, just looking at the chalk, it was Jamar Chase at twelve to one, Jefferson fourteen to one, and then it was Cup Hill, McCaffrey, and Jonathan Taylor all twenty to one. Yeah. And so just seeing the difference in the depressed price. I mean, I get it. There's clearly some guys who are a little bit different than everyone else, but. Just seeing that, I mean, that's we're seeing a what a 30, 30, 40 percent discount. I don't know if I, you know, they're they're trapping you. And you now he's well, talking up. On, Jay, now they're talking up Jalen Waddle. 
He's hyping up Jalen Wild. Oh, two, what do you got? Two of clubs. <laughs> oh no, right. Give, uh, well, that's good. I, I I don't mind seeing a two first. It gives me lots of possibilities. Lots of outs. Oh, this is amazing. It's almost like they must listen. They must listen to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Jonathan Gannon, Coach of the Year, twenty to one. The more that I think about and and kind of look at at this Cardinals team, the division they lie in. Uh, the way they played last year, the way the defense played, kind of breaking some some, I would say, pretty uh, accepted ideas about what Jonathan Gannon was going to be, and then you have this element of Kyler, and maybe they add an elite weapon, and I certainly think Gannon winning the Coach of the Year. We know they have a, a, a you know, what's the first thing you like to look at? Well, what teams can improve by five or six wins reasonably? And 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 still be within that bulk of their their or the meat of the outcome for them on the season. Well, the Cardinals improving five or six wins is very reasonable, yeah. and you have a lot of fragility. I'll say in the division, oh, wow. you like what that. I did there. No! And so, I think in a lot of the outcomes this year, the Cardinals could be the second best team in the division, and that might be good enough to get Coach of the Year. It won't get division. It might not even get. Um, I guess they probably make the playoffs, but. At twenty to one, that's a much better price than you'd get at the uh, to for them to make the playoffs. I, I love this one. Uh, I may already have an investment on this one, Sean. Really? I, I yeah, I, I know um, we're not talking about in-pocket plays right now, but if well, I you're, you're, some of your in-pocket <laughs> plays got shredded, Ryan. So I don't know. You can't call them in-pocket plays anymore. Uh, Cardinals four and thirteen last year. So if they get to nine, ten wins. Uh, and certainly that's possible. Uh, I mean, he's going to be in the mix for coach of the year. So 20 to one, I guess when I you can see how it's easy to talk yourself. And I it. guess when you say it like that, they actually, maybe they could miss out on the postseason and still have a good enough year, be an optimistic future where yeah. unlikely, uh, but I just like the idea that they could, I mean, cause I'm also going to be buying them to win their division. Oh, I, I would say that spoiler that, alert, right? Uh, we love to fade the Niners. The Niners fans seem to have caught on to us too. They're they're not oh, happy. They're they're so mad. They're Although not, they quieted down after the Super Bowl, they're not happy with you. All right, you uh, sit oh, on a fifteen eight, eight of clubs. clubs. No one wants that. Uh, and uh, Matt Eberflus, uh, coach of the year. Interesting. All right. So this is uh All right. Here's what we got to do to get a Matt Eberflus, uh, coach of the year. At eighteen to one, you know, as you kind of think of it, I, 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 my concern almost is the Bears finished decently strong there at the end of the season and got some wins because you need to. Uh, the, the formula is very simple. You need to win five, maybe six uh, more games than you did the previous season, or have like a QB injury that you overcome. Uh, QB injury you overcome, not the case here with Eberflu, but if. Uh, they draft Caleb Williams, which I'm projecting they're going to. Uh, no shocker there. They're going to draft Caleb Williams, and if that defense continues to play strong like it did at the end of last season, and the Bears, I think they got to win the NFC North, which is possible with the rookie quarterback. We saw it uh, with C.J. Stroud last year. Matt Eberflew at 18 to one. Okay, I'm listening. I mean, because if that defense can pick up where they left off, and if you can get a little bit out of uh, Caleb Williams, I, I mean. It's certainly put it this way: If Caleb Williams is Rookie of the Year, it means the Bears are winning some games. I would almost rather Matt Eberflus Coach of the Year than Caleb Williams Rookie of the Year because the Rookie of the Year price is going to be so much lower. So Matt Eberflus, eighteen to one, I'm in. Let's go. Do his odds go up or down when they trade Justin Fields? I think they go down because I think yeah. that's officially signaling um, that uh, they're going to draft Caleb Williams, which DK has. Them drafting Caleb Williams at minus a thousand. So mm, no, they have Caleb Williams as the first. Oh, pick you're right. You're right. As minus a thousand. Okay. So yeah, yeah, they're playing with the word that maybe someone trades up. That's the expectation at least. All right, Sean, get hit me with the next one. All I'm right. sitting on a two. Oh, you got oh, a five, Ryan. Three of clubs. We're staying with the clubs. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh no. As if we Briggs. fixed the bit. Boyd. Uh, Producer Brian, we're gonna have a stern talking to you. Because how do you give Ryan Giants to win the Super Bowl at a hundred to one? Even Ryan, a delusional Giants fan. You there's no way you can talk yourself into being happy about having a Giants hundred to one Super Bowl. Uh well, it's probably something I'm gonna do anyway. So the fact that I've been for it's been forced upon me. Uh, absolutely. I I am I'm fully uh deep 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 into watching uh, Jaden Daniels. Very excited about that, Sean. Hopefully that's the draft pick. 
the fact that we have so many hundred to one teams this year, most of them appear to be drafting a quarterback. Uh, we do know Dable maybe on the hot seat, Sean, coming into the season. Maybe Joe Shane on the hot seat. I uh, wonder if there'll be some pressure there. Hundred to one. Will I be able to sell this ticket at any point in the NFL season for a better price than a hundred to one? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because all you got, well, that's all we need. Then CLB. Well, that's the I game, mean, right? Uh, not if it starts out like it did last year with the Giants <laughs> losing forty to one opening night. Uh, I almost uh, felt bad for Ryan. What do you mean? Well, because you you just wait the entire season for opening night, mm -hmm. and then your team gets destroyed on national mm -hmm. television. You know it's all over. It's disappointing. And I was, as a friend, I was feeling for you. And also, I didn't want no, to weren't. take joy in the fact. I, I what was I going to do? Celebrate a Cowboys team winning forty to nothing? Yeah. I, I got no. I got. It was. Can't do that. It was a. It, it was definitely. It set the stage for a somber mood in Las Vegas. <laughs> no one was happy. It was. It was deathly quiet that first <laughs> Sunday night. Uh, we're out at dinner, and then we had to do the recap show. <laughs> Brian, what put his shades on, was just going uh, full well, rage I, mode. I, I, you know, I had a big moment. I had to do the reading at Mark Lewinsky's funeral. Who <laughs> put by it the all way, on this poor offensive he, line? He will be off this team very shortly. So, <laughs> all right, uh, do Ryan, you want a rapid yes. fire one? All right, rapid let's see. Got 15. got fifteen. I'm hitting seven of oh, diamonds. Boss. Dang it! All right, what is the seven of diamonds? Even though I busted out here. NFC uh, champion Atlanta Falcons, fourteen to one with Justin Fields. What Am I reading that right? All right, so uh, okay, I'm talking myself into this because they get Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins finally goes on a roll and gets it done. Like the weak division, so I, like I do like that, Kirk. And you know what else I like? I like seeing Kramer dress up in the judge's outfit, the court of Kramer. It's back. Sports Game of Podcast Live returns here on Peace. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 